You know, Jesus warned us that in the end times, deception like a virus will spread like wildfire. Disguised as the answer to all our problems, our secular culture can only offer replacements to the truth. The good news is that the truth of the Bible is the cure. In Pastor Jack Hibbs' new book called Living in the Days of Deception, he reveals the antidote to the lies we're told that have become increasingly harder to detect. From the inspiring foreword written by Mike Pompeo to the final chapters, Pastor Jack exposes how to combat deceptive spirits and equips us when we're deceived by the ultimate liar, Satan himself. Living in the Days of Deception by Jack Hibbs is a powerful must-read, and when you order, you can bundle by getting the DVDs and a downloadable link for a gift of any amount at jackhibbs.com radio. That's jackhibbs.com radio. Real Life presents the Jack Hibbs Podcast with intention and boldness to proclaim truth, equip the saints, and impact our culture. Death knocks using your sin. Remember that. The older you get, and the closer you get to death, and if you have the grace of God to extend to you a time to contemplate, you would want to repent of your sin. Because death knocks on your life on your door. You can get the outlines of this podcast by going to jackhibbs.com slash podcast. Today, if this podcast lifts you up and encourages you to live a more fulfilled life in Christ, then make sure you leave us one of those five-star ratings. To us, that's like saying amen or yes. Then that rating will encourage others to listen. Now open your hearts to what God's Word has to say to you. Here is Jack Hibbs. In Judaism, in Paul's day, when a child was born from the beginning, listen, the baby is born, and many Jews do this to this day. The moment the baby starts to breastfeed after birth, the mother will not say what she says until she I guess women, you know how, how when the baby starts to actually intake milk. You know this. We don't know, us guys. And so when it happens, the mother knows. And so notice the position of the baby. The baby's ear is closest to the mother's mouth. Baby's nursing. Mother detects. He's eating. He's being comforted. His tummy's being filled. He's, 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 this is great. And that's when she says, in Hebrew, the Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. Is that precious? So from, from Paul's moment of nursing, he had heard the Lord, he is God, all the way up until the age of 12. He, he was in a certain category of teaching in the traditions and in the scriptures to the age of 12. You wanna know what's important about the age of 12 in, in first century Judaism? Was this, at the age of 12, you now become the son of the law. You had a son of the law party. Kind of like a 13 year old, now what, bar mitzvah or bar mitzvah for the, for the young lady? And now he's 12 and he's now the son a son of the law, which now he studies 
other portions of scripture. And this is what most scholars and historians understand. Are you guys getting this? It's kind of fun. I love this stuff. It's this. Okay, I'm 12. I'm in class. What's up? Okay, get out your pen. Here we go. Thou shalt not covet. And he says, what? And it's believed from that moment, from the age of 12 to who knows what Paul's age was when he was converted, that the wheels of conviction began. How about you? A lot of people, by the way, confuse this reality with teen rebellion. They start thinking, wait a minute, I know. I know this, I know that. And they start having emotions and they start making decisions And instead of making decisions on facts, they make decisions on feelings and emotions. We, again, psychologists say, oh, he's in a state of teen rebellion. The Bible says he's come to the age of accountability. It's not 13. It could be 11. It could be 17. It's the capacity of the child. He or she. doesn't matter. But when they begin to push back from your faith, that's the time when you get your good, close friends and fast and pray because your son and your daughter is now walking away from your faith. It's got to happen. It's like a spaceship disconnecting from the booster. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. They can't live under your faith forever, but then they come to this place of their own thinking. And that's where all of your years of prayer and, and Bible and life and consistency and children's ministry to help and all that goes to work. And the kid has a struggle. What's the struggle? They wake up to the fact, I'm a sinner, and I want to do this now. And I can't if I want to. What am I going to do? And they got to choose. Their will has been brought to the place of decision. Just like Satan as Lucifer, just like Adam and Eve, just like you and I. Remarkable. We're illuminated. The reality does that to us. And so because he didn't know anything about the law, when the law was made known to him, he found out, I'm a covetous person. He got nailed by the 10th commandment. And the Bible tells us that when the commandment came, that is the light bulb, picture this, the light bulb in verse 9 turned on over his head. Sin revived. Notice sin was always there. It just popped up and said, I'm in control now. And he said, when that happened, I died. I died. Wow. I want to give you this quote. Um, it says there, we get, I think we'll have it on the screens. Uh, no pastor would want to admit what I'm about to say, but unless you understand the purpose and the function of the law of God, there is no possible way for you to understand the purpose and function of salvation, the cross of Jesus Christ in the empty tomb. There's no possible way for you to be saved by having your sins forgiven unless you understand the law. Think about that. Oh, please forgive me. For what? Right? Think about it. Okay, uh, listen, my, my son wants to be baptized, or I want to be baptized. For what? Uh, go to heaven? Right? Wrong answer. It is a pastor's job to make sure that the congregation under his teaching knows that without faith in Jesus Christ, it is impossible to enter the kingdom of heaven. It's a fact. 
Have you experienced the rescuing from the law? God's law is awesome, pure, and amazing. But God's law, because you and I can't meet its requirements, has condemned us. And when we hear this, it kills us. And yet, this is exactly how the path of life must proceed. We must understand that we are lost without him before we can be found in him. Maybe this will help because think about it. When you were young, you thought the world was your, a what? Oyster. I was going to say it's fruit salad or whatever the <laughs> thing is. Okay. The world is your oyster. What is, I don't get that. Who likes oysters? What's, that's like a curse. Oh, the pearl? See, I don't like that. Um, so here you go. Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. Now let's just place ourselves into this. I say then, walk in the Spirit, capital S. Walk with God, walk with Jesus in your heart, in your life, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Stop right there. The Holy Spirit puts the law inside of you. He does it and he activates it so that you actually wind up doing the impossible because you can't do it. But the Spirit of God begins to do it in you. Amazing. That's that born again experience. And these are contrary. Oh, sorry. Verse 17. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another. That's how you know you're a believer. Are you at war with yourself? That's, there's, there's two realities fighting inside of you. So that you do not do the things that you wish, verse 18. But if you are led by the Spirit, you're not under the law. Now, the works of the flesh are evident. This is the world. This is, the what, this is what the the unbelieving world lives for, which are, number one, adultery. You know what adultery is? Adultery is where both of the people are married to other people, but they're in union and sex. They've, had, they've committed the Greek word pornea. It doesn't mean that they had, um, make, there's some young faces around here. It doesn't mean they wrestled all the way. It, it means that they, they entered into an activity that even though they didn't wrestle, they did other things. You know what I'm saying? Things. Okay, the Bible calls that adultery. One, both can be married or one. Somebody's got to be married. It could be both or one. If it's the one, he's not only, she's not only committing adultery, it falls under the realm of fornication. When two people who are not married before the eyes of God, they're experiencing or they're engaged in what is known as fornication. By the way, the four of these are um, sexually based. Uncleanness, lewdness, and verse 20 talks about really something that encompasses everything, idolatry. Idolatry is a very uh, highly passionate, driven form of covetousness. Sorcery is a weird word. We see sorcery, but in the actual Greek language, it's pharmakai, where you get the word pharmacy, pharmaceutical. Uh, but the word means to, to bend your mind, to, to ingest something that changes your way of thinking. Things like this. I can't cope. It's too much. I need a drink. 
So, okay, listen, if you're not a Christian, drink away, buddy. Right? Let's be honest. If you're not a Christian, drink up. For tomorrow you die. Eat, drink, and be merry. Right? Eat, drink, and be merry. For tomorrow we die. Go ahead. If you're a Christian, that's why God gave us prayer. Give me a beer. You give me an ear? No. Pray. Christian, are you stressed? Call out to God. Are you stressed? It's not going to kill you. I'm going to take a pill. Stop, 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 stop. Get on your knee. Get on your knees. Literally, get on your knees. Lift your hands. Pour out your concern to him. Pour out your concern to him. That's why in my office, I told you before, I have incredible, I'll show them to you someday, prescription pads. Like a doctor's office. You can't tell the difference. Looks like a real doctor did it. I could probably go to jail for a life. They look real. But if you look real close, it says, for example, you know, amount of refills, and I have take your medicine, don't miss this thing, and all of these promises that are written on this pad are based upon the word of God, right? And I give them, I give them Ephesians 5 and Psalm 2, and then I sign it and give, put their name on here. Here, go. I'll show it to you someday. I just have to remember. Why? Because that's the real fix. That's the real prescription that you and I need. So now watch. See, even right now, the Spirit of God is starting to hit some of you, and you're going, wait, what are you saying here? What are you saying here? I'm not saying anything. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. Hatred. We live in a hateful world. Contentions. Best way to remember contentions is this person that has contentious uh, spirit about them, they get in a fight with everybody about anything. They get in a fight with an ant. And they're just, everything's what? Isn't it a nice day? Why is it nice? It's like, man, back off. Who, who are you telling to back off? It's just like, calm down. Don't tell me to calm down. You know those kind of people? They're horrible. Jealousies. Jealousies. Outbursts of wrath. Selfish ambitions. Dissensions, people who just cause divisions everywhere they go, they just leave a wake of destruction. Heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I told you in the time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. That's called heaven. You're not going if that's how you live. Now listen, in a crowd this size, or maybe somebody's watching on TV before they turn off the channel, they're like, get, get the remote, turn that off. Why? Because the Spirit of God took the Word of God and got them. Why would he do that? Because he loves you. He loves you. You guys, reality exposes, look at verse 10, exposes you and I to the real you. You know, you have an MRI machine, you ever seen how those things work? You'd feel completely fine. Doctor says, you need an MRI. I feel fine. Let's do an MRI. And you do an MRI, and it reveals stuff inside of you. God's word does that. Third and final point, we end with this, you guys, is verses 11 and 12, and that death stands waiting at your door. Just when you thought it was over, the fact is, oh, you know what? <sighs> Lived my life, I've come to the end. Just when you thought it was over, I don't know if you've had a chance to see this. As pastors, we see this. I've lived my life. I'm fine. I've handled everything my way. Me and Frank Sinatra. 
And you know, as, as long as they still have that in them, uh, they're, they're, you just have to wait. They haven't suffered enough. And then you come to a point where it's just really tragic for the family and for that individual. When you as a minister, you're, you're dealing with the family and if you see, you see the individual go one way or the other way. <laughs> There's no middle ground. The individual will double down and die cursing God. Isn't that funny? Die cursing God. Die cursing the one they do not even believe exists. They slip into a Christless eternity called hell because that's where they wanted to go. Or there are those who are fighting against God and they start softening up as the pain increases and they wind up bowing their knee in in the heart, as it were, and they accept the Lord, the power of that. Death knocks using your sin. Remember that. The older you get and the closer you get to death, and if you have the grace of God to extend you a time to contemplate, you would want to repent of your sin. Because death knocks on your life, knocks on your door. Sin took advantage by the commandment and deceived me. Sin's deceptive, friends. Just take a bite, Eve. It's beautiful, isn't it? And the Bible says, when she saw that it was good to look at and good for her life, and tasty, she took of it. And by it killed her. Death knows that you're not perfect. Death knows that. It is swirl in your mind. You've never believed in God. You've fought against God all your life, the God that you don't believe in, but now the hour has come. And you don't know what to do. Listen, Lisa's dad, when he was dying at USC, a believer, the whole room's full of believers, we're all in there, it was amazing. He's dying, he's got his air on his you know, mask. We're all like, you know, standing around. We thought we were doing pretty good, but he takes his mask off and he goes, Can't you guys sing a hymn or something? (laughs) Sing some hymns. So, I don't know if the cancer killed him or the sound of our voice killed him, but I'm kidding, of course. But, you know, I remember one of the doctors saying, he's, you know, we've seen this happen before. He should be gone by now. It's like he's waiting. I mean, these are God moments. Nobody can explain this. He should be dead, but he's not dead. Why? Because his oldest son is getting a late flight out of Spokane to get down to see dad before he dies. It's bigger than that. The oldest son needs to make up with the next oldest son. So the oldest son shows up. He's the last one to finally get there, shows up. And her dad says to the older one, make up with your brother. Give your, give your heart to Christ. And that, that, it's like a Joseph moment. You need to make up with your brother 
and you need to, you need to come to Christ. Amen. And they had a sweet moment together and then boop, dead. Well, not dead. He just moved to heaven. But that's quite remarkable. When death comes knocking, what are you going to do? This Jack Kemp's podcast, as well as all the broadcast outreach opportunities, are listener supported. Will you consider partnering with us through a special gift? Go to jackhibbs.com to learn more and stay connected. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.